the Doug Zone back again. Uh, listeners, you may have been missing stories of the grocery store that I have never named on Mike. Uh, and just, you know, I've been wondering what happened there now that Matt has a new job. Well, I just to confirm my tales of my antics and possibly to give some of his own, uh, we are joined by a former co-worker and current friend of mine. Uh, Evan, how you doing? I am certainly doing. It's uh, 10.30. I am very uh, hungover. So let's see how this goes. I'm very excited. See, Matt, if you made me do the intro, I was going to introduce him as the only person who can name more than two Owl City songs. <laughs> That's a reference to an off-mic conversation <laughs> that I had before our guest came here. So she and I are the only ones who appreciated that one, but it was good, Jillian. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. Why are the owls in the city? I don't. <laughs> so uh, we, we all know Firefly. Matt knows that one that Carly Rae Jepsen sang. Good was time. featured in. Good time. To owl City. Um, and then name a third one. To the owl city <laughs> That's the third one. Good job. All yeah, right. Me down to Owl City by Owl City featuring Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Axel Rose is definitely an owl. I'm not. I mean, we've never seen him in a, in a room with an owl. No, I get Falcon vibes from Axel Rose. Let's see. Let me think about other classic rock bands and what kind of birds they are. Uh, the Yardbirds, definitely an ostrich. Uh, for sure, for sure. I feel like Aerosmith has big like seagull energy. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Um, the Men at Work are Kiwis. Is that racist? Um, <laughs> Yes, yes, Matt, it is. How dare you? Racist against Australians. You're going to alienate your Australian fan base, Matt. Come on. That's we actually good. do hey, have at least know. one listener in Australia. How you doing, man? Sound off in the Discord. It's been a minute. We miss you. Australia is <laughs> in our like top... I think it's our like number four country. Yeah, wait, what are the other countries? Jillian is the only one with access to um, our logistics, so she always gets me United with these States, things. United States, Canada, Spain, Australia, and then Germany and the Ukraine are, are the top ones. Yeah, Spain the is Ukraine, isn't it? Yeah, the Ukraine is, I mean, I I always assume that there will be some just country I was not expecting to hear. Um, yeah, shout out to our Ukrainian listeners. I will not give you my takes on Stalin, just out of respect and to keep you listening. Germany's um, also up there. Mm, we have one, one South Korean fan. Hmm, much to consider. Much to consider. Um, we're we're international. Yeah. Just call me Mr. Mr. Worldwide. Oh, yeah, perfect. Matt, me too. Uh, we love you all, all of our listeners from various countries, uh, except for the French ones. We tolerate you, but you can keep listening. We do. We do. Um, anyway. I do want to share. So, um, oh, in one of my courses... <laughs> For the final, instead of a final, he's like, I'll make you guys write like a three-page paper. And then, because it's a, it's a film class. And he was like, we can t- watch any movie as long as it vaguely t- ties to psychology. Oh, no. So what I did, naturally, is campaign for us to watch Joker. 
um, at my at my Christian university. And you might think that this would be a hard sell. It wasn't. I am watching the Joker tomorrow night on school oh, time yes. and getting credit for it. That's awesome. It won the vote and it wasn't even close. Jillian's Joker arc is in such full swing that you're Jokerifying your entire campus. It's going I, really well. I don't think people talk in, about enough about how much like colleges have just embraced the Joker. Maybe just like my experience, because I've seen the Joker twice in class since it's come out. In two separate classes, we have been shown the Joker as an assignment, and it was like right about society. <laughs> And I was like, man, I love being a history. We sure movie. live in one. Yes, most definitely. And then one class, we had to watch Taxi Driver along with it. And we, then we had to compare Arthur Fleck and Travis as if they're, I mean, they are comparable, but one is a competent person and the other one's the Joker. Yeah, so. I was going to say, one of them is a hero who doesn't do anything wrong throughout the movie. And the and other, the other one, one is. Is in Taxi Driver. Yeah, as I'm saying, the other one's Travis Bickle. <laughs> one, one movie actually inspired shootings, and the other one's The Joker. Yeah, the yeah the Virgin Joker versus the Chad Taxi Driver. They promised us shootings, and you know what? I to this say, day, Taxi Driver's the only one that delivered. One girl really wanted us to watch Black Swan in the class, which would have been almost as funny. That, ooh, uncomfortable vibes, sitting in a classroom watching Black Swan. I that, That's the Black Widow prequel, right? <laughs> which is actually a black panther sequel oh mm. <laughs> natasha romanoff dies and becomes the black panther that's why it's that's, why, that's why chadwick boseman isn't it anymore yeah it's just no like um, ghost in the shell yeah it's just like the blind side which is to say a white woman shows up and makes the story all about her um listen scarlett johansson can play any role she's an actress that's her job <laughs> saying this as she takes out a can of shoe polish uh, but before we uh jump into doug discussion jillian i need to hear this story you got sorted by the wheel uh, and we, yeah we need to find out what happened the listeners have been clamoring for it by which i mean i have wanted to know so 2021 has been an interesting year for old ian over here um <laughs> uh most recently First, my roommate's car broke down. Literally, she made it out of the gates of our apartment complex, and then our car stopped working. So I got a call like two minutes after I said <laughs> bye to her, and she was like, can you come pick me up? And I was very <laughs> confused. So her car was totaled. And this weekend, we were planning on going to Lubbock to visit some of our friends. Keep in mind, Lubbock is about seven hours away. Yeah, I was going to say. It's on like, does, the opposite it, side of Texas as us. Great town, though. I like Lubbock. Lubbock is not a great town. You are incorrect, but... I, I enjoyed the one time I was there. It smells like cow shit. That's and a nostalgic scent. gunshots in the first 30 seconds of me being in the apartment. There. That comes with my neighborhood. I mean, granted, it's like rifles. Evan, you know I'm not joking. Uh, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's... I also did see a sick billboard that just said, don't be bullied, and then it was a kid wearing a mask. Which oh. has so many connotations. Ooh, hell I yeah. I love the idea of just if a kid comes to you and is genuinely being bullied, just looking at them and being like, just don't, forehead. Yeah, at first I thought you were going to say it was like just a kid holding a gun. Um, no, that'd be powerful too. There is also a billboard in Waco that's like a shooting range billboard and has a picture of a child holding a rifle and it says fun for the whole family. You know, oh, considering powerful. Waco's history with children and firearms, you'd think they wouldn't, but... 
you know. But they do. But so we drive there. Everything is fine. We get we have a good time. I definitely did not get a secret tattoo on the couch of one of my friend's houses. Ooh, um, certainly and not. then definitely I would never do that. Um, good times. We all made horrible PowerPoints and taught them as if they were genuine little lessons. And one of them was why Stuart Little doesn't deserve human rights, which is I agree. It's completely fair. It's because he's um, gay, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Actually, in the second movie, apparently he has a girlfriend who's a bird. I forgot mm. about that. Which is concerning. It's weird that Stuart's little Stuart Little's beard is a bird. Yeah, and Stuart Little doesn't obey any traffic laws, which is pretty rude. So. <laughs> well, support for that. <laughs> um, so, on the way back, we get out halfway back, we stop to pick up our dog from Jay's family's house, because we dropped it off with her family, and um, and to buy something, because I unfortunately broke, broke a couple things that we needed. That don't involve committing crimes, and we needed not. to rebuy those things because I broke it in the worst way possible. That broke every piece of it. So please tell me that the Rick and money. Morty Marvel one is okay, though. It's not Marvel anymore. Oh no! The Marvel part broke. Now it is a very cursed-looking green SpongeBob. I will send you a picture of it later. Oh, please it's do. Worst. It's the worst one we've had, I think. But um, I get back in the car and I start it, and it like makes a little bit of a weird sound, but the weird sound stops, and I'm like. Oh, cool. And then we're driving, and the car in front of me starts to, like, slow down a lot. And it's mm. a one-lane-on-each-side road. Like, it's a small-town road. Um, And the truck does the classic, like, flashes their turn signal, gets over, tells me to pass them. You know, classic traffic thing. And it's dark, no streetlights, but I'm like, oh, cool. Everything's fine. So I start passing him, and as I'm passing him, the road starts to turn, and this speeding car comes down the other way so at this point i'm about to be there like the other car is right next to me and this car is coming directly towards me <laughs> oh so I'm hell like, yeah okay oh, well this is it and we all three accepted our death everyone in the car accepted their deaths and we're like well <laughs> guess it was fun while it lasted it ends here um last second i like the person next to me breaks. The person in front of me tries to break as hard as they can and slow down as much as possible. And I gas it, speed up, and swerve out of the way, and everything is fine. But I did get sorted hard. So Jillian is the first member of the Doug Zone to survive an attempted CIA assassination, mm -hmm. is what I'm getting from this. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the rest of you. Um, I survived the Hawaii Missile Crisis. I think that counts. Oh, that's oh! I forgot that's all excellent. about the Hawaii missile crisis. Um. Oh, but then the wheel sorting continues. Oh, right. Of mm. course, yes. So that's about two hours away from my apartment, and we just keep driving, and everything's fine. We get on literally the road that my apartment complex is is on, and my car starts to smell. Like you can start smelling something is wrong with my car, and I was like, "Oh fuck, it's okay." <laughs> I'm like, I can see my apartment. I turn into the gate, starts starts not doing great. We ain't doing well. I pull into the parking spot, put it in park. The oil light comes on, the battery light comes on, and my car starts smoking. Very good. I, <laughs> I mean, I repeat what I said in the Discord. My car smoked all the time. I just sort of drove it around until the problem went away. I and had then to, I had to pull over on the highway. But It you wasn't know. cheap, but I believe it's now <laughs> fixed, and I get to go pick it up today. So There we go. 
It's okay. But briefly, not good. And then when we get back to the apartment, my other friend, because there's three of us there, Jay's car got totaled last week. (laughs) My car is smoking now. This other girl, her car is brand new. We're like, oh, well, this will be easy. No, the battery's completely dead. It won't even attempt to turn over. You know, sometimes you just got to take a sign. I think this was God saving you from the wheel's first attempt to kill you. Um, And I should have listened. You should have listened, frankly. Um, But also, I am glad that you got the car fixed. I'm glad, too, because not having a car in Texas, <laughs> there's no no public transport here. Yeah. Never. None. Yeah, it's the same way in Northern Virginia. You have, like, a bus that runs to three stops that are all, like, in direct sunlight at all times, and that's it. So you, everybody know. has a car. I feel like everyone's mad at Virginia right now. Yeah, people are mad at Virginia right now uh, because the Democrats shit the bed. Shockingly, no one could have predicted this except for, I don't know, everyone who lives in Virginia. Because Um, didn't they just not run campaigns? They just ran, like, anti- Yeah, the only Terry McAuliffe ads I saw were one where he was like, I support gutting the PRO Act, the only, like, marginally pro-labor law that has ever been proposed since maybe the 60s, and it was murdered by the Democrats, and Terry McAuliffe decided to run on Yep, that's a good thing. And uh, then all of the other ads were just ads where Glenn Youngkin talked about how he liked Trump, and it said, this was brought to you by Terry McAuliffe. And shockingly, (laughs) that meant that the Democrats didn't like McAuliffe, but oh boy, the Republicans sure liked Youngkin. Do you remember that one commercial of like all the people being like, I'm a veterinarian, I'm a construction worker, and don't vote for this person. Who oh, are yeah. we? We're his siblings. That one? Yeah, those are... Oh, God, I love brother, political campaigns. Famously, do not agree on politics. Um, the biggest fight I ever got with my family is when I, I told my brother that if he ran for president, I wouldn't vote for him. And my mom told me I wasn't allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But me and my brother have a verbal agreement that we're not allowed to star in slander campaigns against each other. Good. I am, my little brother made a political bingo card of things he expects me to say at Thanksgiving dinner with my family. It, um, it slaps. It, it, it's very good. It's all very good and characteristically mad. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Um, I'll just let you take a look at it. It's coming your way on Discord right now. Also, I, I just, I just want to add real quick, because you were talking about billboards. Um, Billboards are illegal in Hawaii, so we don't as see they them should be anywhere. So people have resorted to buying like ads on the back of small planes to fly to the sky. So Ooh. sometimes I'll just be at the beach and I'll look up and see like um, mask kill our cakey or shit like that, and it's just a flag across the sky, and it's like, oh no, that's that's the next step in Doug's own promotion. We'll get like skywriters. Uh, screenshotting nfts as a human right i you know that's the thing take the ted pill he sent me these he did not consult me on any of them these are just things he guessed i I would say the funniest one is that the free spot is you saying politics oh yeah i'm not really into that yeah well because i told him what i'm gonna do at thanksgiving because i mean it's my mormon family so they're all they all have some hot takes on politics that 
I don't necessarily agree with. Anything pertaining to the Joker. That's that's That should have been the free space. Yeah, that really would have been the free space, too. But yeah, I said I'm not going to speak unless spoken to. So if he sees me, like, opening my mouth after someone says po- something political, he knows that I'm about to go wild because, like, I've snapped. I think I think Epstein is also pretty. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah, well, that one's inevitable. Some of, these, some of these are way more... Like, I don't think... Hmm. Harambe's death caused the rise of Glenn Youngkin. That that's a very specific topic that I don't know. Is your family yeah. hip enough to know about Harambe? I mean, Harambe isn't a hip meme at all. That's the problem. Uh, what you that's talking? the reason. That's the reason I wouldn't be bringing up Harambe. Everybody knows about Harambe. Wyoming is fake. Is a is a baffling choice for him to put on yeah. here. Yeah, Wyoming is fake, and birds are drones are the more normie conspiracies that I. Yeah, they're uh, like the joke conspiracies, like yeah. Manchester. And my actual, Apple. yeah, my actual conspiracy take on birds aren't real is that it's an op designed to make all conspiracies seem inherently silly, which is I love that a much more insane take than birds aren't real somehow. <laughs> um, like but, the government wants to make you think birds aren't real. So that, that is hide. a great dig. <sighs> yeah, and I unironically believe it, which is the worst thing about it. Um, but yeah, let's see. Do we have anything else to discuss before we hop into arguably the worst Doug video we've discussed so far? I, I do want to say that at one point after my car broke down and I was having a mental breakdown, me and my roommate discussed that we wouldn't kill ourselves because dying before the Queen of England is a pussy move. Um, <laughs> and then I told, and then I made the joke, yeah, but you can consider her death my formal two weeks notice. Ooh. Which I Ooh, think is powerful. That's good. I think calling an event your two weeks notice on life is powerful, personally. Yeah, no, I, I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in Catch-22, there's a character who, like, delivers a prophecy that one of the other characters in this camp will die before the first snow falls on the camp. Mm-hmm. And that character gets pneumonia and then refuses treatment because he believes the prophecy to be true. Yep. Uh, and then dies. And the doctor was like, he would have survived if he had just come to my tent. Uh, read Catch-22. It's like 50 years old, but it's a great book. It is a very good book. I'm sure um, the Hulu adaptation is just as good. I saw an ad for that. Is it like, what, George Clooney stars in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look good whatsoever. Mm, Much to consider. All right. So this week we watched the top 11 hottest animated women by the Nostalgia Critic, released May 30th, 2015. Oh, well, that was its. That was the date it was re-uploaded. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. It's actually right. from 2008. So yeah, it was an old was it? originally video. aired September eighteenth, two thousand eight. There it is. Yeah, this is it's an old cut. It um, is. Um, wow, I want to start it out with is that the first half of this list baffles me. Like he gets into some more normie picks near the end. Yeah, let's see. So his first pick is the Russian girl. Oh yeah, it's the Russian girl from Captain Planet. Hey, don't don't disrespect Linka like that. Okay. I never watched Captain Planet. That was one of the only, like, shitty 80s cartoons I never watched. I, I will say, it was, um, this is the first Doug, or Nostalgia Critic video that I've watched in full. Like, I've seen some <laughs> clips. So, watching a video on women and 
uh, or ranking women's attractiveness. And when he goes, I like to take it one step further. I'm like, ah, <laughs> this, this is going to be great. And then he utters the words Captain Planet. And uh, I don't know if you know this about Captain Planet, but all the characters yeah. are children. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think there's there's several underage people on this yeah. list that we Evan, will get to. Evan and I independently uh, kept track of the number of minors yeah, that he listed. I too. I, I, too. I, yeah, the I first thing I did after every entry was just I would type their name and then they'd say the word age. And yep, some of them yep, didn't yep, have yep. any. Some of them were children. Yeah, like the second pick, uh, or I guess number 10, uh, the Baroness, I could not find an age. And I have written in my notes, I hope to God she's not like 14 or no, something. No, Baroness has to be an adult. Yeah, like there's no... Baroness like, gives off MILF energy. Yeah, I was going to say, say, in the very least, late 30s. But yeah. killing it. Um, um, so yeah, this is Doug's first legal pick. Maybe not the first one I agree with, Uh because it's still strange pick, but in the very least, you know, fine, okay. If she was real, he's allowed to say this. And and I will say and in the next one, oh, um, he has nothing just... good to say about any of these shows. Uh, yeah, he gives the, the shows themselves no the comment. Woman. It's only the women. He's like, man, this show was a steaming hot pile of shit, but oh boy, look at this hottie. Yeah, <laughs> which brings us to his next number pick. three, Sailor uh, Moon, who is. 14 when the show Canonically. starts. <laughs> oh boy! My favorite thing, let me find the point where he says it. He says that the... One second, I'm pulling it up. He said like the tran- He said the uh, like the transformation scene is the equivalent of a, tr- a strip tease, which is an insane thing to say in general, uh, especially considering that it's a children doing it. Yeah, uh, th- this... This part of the video also gives us my favorite picture of Doug, Doug where he's just sitting there like, which oh, reminds, yeah. me, which reminds oh, me of yeah. the meme that's like normalized running at women at night. Like, ah, it's, just yeah. the same, it's the same thing. It is the same picture and it checks out. God. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about Doug being unfortunately horny before, but this is wild. Yeah, I saw this one and I knew I had to send it. And also just peek behind the scenes. When I sent this video to both Jillian and Evan, I was like, I'm so sorry. And Evan's response was, I think this is a gift. Yes. And Jillian's was just, yes, in all caps. So I'm the only one who was upset by this pick. Hey. I think I was committing some crimes when you sent it to me, I will say. You frequently are. I am constantly committing crimes, as Matt knows from our time at Food Lion. And just punishing your liver. Aren't you supposed to not be drinking? I, I um, yeah, peek behind the scenes. I <laughs> have been informed by my doctors that I should not drink for a very extended period of time. Um, it wasn't the weed, ketamine, or LSD that got me. Nope, it was alcohol. The one legal thing I do. You gotta live Normie. like Kerouac, you know? Punch holes in your stomach, punish yourself, and the then same, become a the conservative. Same the same professor that I convinced it was a good idea for us to watch Joker in the class, um, he once looked at our class and went, do you think when God created the world, he asked, he meant to give us cocaine or not? Yes. Like, did he do it on purpose? And it we were was... like, what? And he was like, there's no way God will give us something that good and then fuck it up by making it like that. And we're Ooh. like, okay. The, the only concept okay, by God. Sigmund Freud that I fully support is trying to make cocaine recreational. Yeah, I mean, I... 
tried to do very hard. He also tried to make it medicinal. I mean, and he just wanted people to do more cocaine. I mean, it's just, it's I mean, the what's the difference between cocaine and a Ritalin prescription, right? Like, like I'm still going to go more like meth. And? No, Ritalin is closer to coke than meth. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. I know that they're all stimulants. Um, they I would are. say they're all uppers. I discovered the r slash caffeine subreddit uh, this week. It is Grim. the most haunting subreddit <laughs> I've ever seen because uh, it's like all just people like it. There's two thousand milligrams of caffeine in this Gatorade. I'm about to chug it all. It's like, it, they would be safer just smoking crack at this point. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. What Gatorade has two thousand milligrams? No, they of added it. Oh, he added the caffeine to it. So he's just like made himself heart attack juice. Mmm, battery acid. Yeah, the legal drug subreddits are always more depraved than the illegal ones. They are because the illegal ones. People think that the cool thing is that they're doing the illegal thing. Yeah. There's not much addition to it. The yeah. ones where it's like... Like r slash Benadryl? That one is rough. Listen, in Lubbock, I met a, a handful of Benadryl addicts. Oh. It's the saddest drug to get addicted to. And this is coming from someone who likes to take it before plane rides. But that's different from taking, like, two boxes of it. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, it's different from two boxes of it. They weren't taking two boxes, but they they did take a lot, and then I did not see them for the rest of the day. Yeah, they were busy experiencing spiders. Yeah, a throwback to Matt's Benadryl story from an earlier episode on the podcast. Um, I was stuck in LAX for nine hours, and when I finally got on the plane, I just so happened to start listening to that specific episode of The Doug Zone. And oh, as no. the plane begins to take off, Matt starts describing spiders. And I should say, I hadn't slept in about <laughs> 30, 34 hours by this point, because flying back to Hawaii is a bitch. And I um started like feeling like... Just like subconsciously, the spider's crawling on me, and I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to stop listening to this episode. I do you know want an episode's to... good when it gives people psychic trauma. Um... Yeah, that's. I want every episode to do significant psychic damage to every listener. It. I. I. I, I think it's the reason that my liver is being destroyed, not the alcohol. No, no, <laughs> just exposure to this show has completely wrecked my body. Listening to the show is very similar to taking copious amounts of downers. Mm. Yeah, I'm a very depressing person. <laughs> I will say that I think throughout this this episode of um, Nostalgia Critic, we learned that his type is just women with BPD. Oh, yeah. Oh, very true. Or uh, Libras, <laughs> as I'm calling them now. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, you weren't in bad boy crimes for that, Evan. There's a there's a TikTok thing. So I. Every now and then. Everybody knows my hatred of TikTok and my belief that it's fundamentally evil. But people also know I love going on there and just searching mental illnesses and then seeing what comes up. Uh, and so I was going it's back. incredible. I was getting back into BPD TikTok. I'm oh, on yeah. autism TikTok for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, and boy, it's wow. Oh, my God. I think you should start uploading clips of the Doug Zone, but just tagging them like it was a video about autism. Uh, and then just leaving the clicks to come in. 
Um, yeah, I'm deep into queer neurodivergent TikTok, not by my own choice. Apparently, <laughs> if you start liking videos of frogs, you just end up there. Yes. Or um, D&D. Both yeah, of those things yeah, are going to get you there. And I saw a very interesting take on uh, Dune, uh, because, you know, TikTok has the best takes on Dune. Um, apparently, uh, there is a small community on TikTok that is convinced that Paul Atreides is a trans allegory because he has the powers that women have. Ooh, okay. <laughs> the powers that women have? Well, the, you um, haven't watched Dune. Um, yeah, so, I have read Dune. Yeah, the mind- okay, yeah, so he has like the Benny Gesserit like, powers. I understand, but also, what a baffling take. Yeah, it is very funny that like... A big part of Dune is all the Bene Gesserit getting mad, meaning like, you shouldn't have given birth to a man. But the Zoomer's like, well, would you look at that? A woman. But I mean, you know, uh, shout out to uh, our, you know, I am, again, I've said this before, I'll say it again. I am always in support of another king with a feminine body and personality. So, you know Um, what? Maybe I'm on, maybe I'm on their side. Is he queer or is he just Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. A bit of everyone just assuming Matt's trans in every Discord we've been in. Yeah, and it's happened several times. It doesn't They're stop. They're all isolated incidents, well, which is yeah. the funniest thing. As someone who knew uh, Matt post-op, or pre-op, uh, I never just <laughs> <asked> him. <laughs> or to be uh, fair, his op was just becoming un-Mormon. I think... Yeah, I, I think was... I, I literally watched the transition happen at Food Lion. Um, I think it was... Right after I came back from my freshman year in, um, or maybe it was in my sophomore year in college. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, Matt had slowly started spiraling into government conspiracies and cultists. Oh, no. I and, know the story uh, that's coming yeah, up. Yeah, you, you know this story that's coming up. Um, and this is like, we all know Matt's feelings about carts. I, he's talked about it multiple times on this podcast. I love returning carts. I've been over the, I'll say it before, I'll say it again. I love cart return. Um, well, unironically, Matt did like cart return. I was um, his boss for a period of time, which is really like a midnight appointment at Food Lion. Like for whatever reason, they trade out store managers every three years. Um, oh man, I just realized I name dropped the. The yeah, this store. has never oh, happened no. before, Evan. No one's ever named the grocery store we work at. The grocery <laughs> store we both still work at. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Come get me on embezzlement. Um, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm waiting for the lion. Um, anyway, so yeah, anyway, midnight appointment. And I, I look over at Matt doing carts because this is his favorite thing to do because he takes about an hour, an hour and a half conservatively to do so. I'm very, very thorough. And, um, I thought you were just saying like weird takes about how Trump was the best and that's what you meant by conservatively. No. It's like the entire time you're pushing in the carts and you're like, wow. Say yeah. what you will, but he has some points. Yeah, I'm just quietly going like, I identify as a shopping cart. <laughs> Triggered. So I look over, and it looks like Matt's doing his best impression of Jack from The Shining. Um, <laughs> just completely, like, like frown, like, dead-eyed stare. And I look over, and I'm like, hey, Matt, you good? And he takes off an earphone and just goes, I'm sorry. I'm listening to Jonestown podcast. And puts his earbud back in and keeps doing carts which is a mood i guess 
Yeah, I had, uh, so just background, I had listened to like eight hours worth of the Jonestown tapes before coming into work that day and was like, well, I need to know more about this. So I started listening to a podcast about it Yep. Uh, while I was doing cart return. And yeah, just apparently the aura of darkness that I was experiencing was visible to others. Um, to be fair, uh, the grocery store had a very similar aura of darkness <laughs> to it. Um, the time I accidentally came to work, uh, tripping. Yeah. Because uh, I forgot Evan, I had work. Evan walked up to me, drenched in sweat with his, like, pupils dilated. This was maybe two minutes after I walked in the door. And he says, Matt, I didn't know I was coming into work today. I took so much acid. I need you to help me. Those were his words. And I said, I... I can't, I don't know what you need me to do. And it's like the fluorescent lights, Matt. Look at the lights. I looked up, there's fluorescent light. He was not oh, doing well. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, people have said this about uh, acid in particular. You never see things that aren't there, but you do see things that are there misbehave. And Food Lion is most <laughs> certainly misbehaving that day. Um, yeah. yeah it I hate was... it when reality misbehaves. God, no, no. And things happen on acid that would never happen to you anytime else. This old man came, <laughs> up, to me, came up to me on a cart. And I... I don't know how no one picked out the fact that I was on acid, including uh, my current uh, front end supervisor at the time. that went, hey, Evan, we're doing your office training today as I'm on acid, which was also fun and why I couldn't remember any of my passwords for the next month. Um, and this dude, um, man, I can't even say what he said to me because I a don't remember it and B what I do remember was so outwardly racist he was basically making comments about how to catch runaways uh that's all i'm going to say about that and he's like you want to know how to whip them real good and i just looked at him and i went no (laughs) this is another so i was at this time the uh the store functioned in a way so that the like register all the way at the end was facing all the other ones and i just remember evan looking up and making eye contact with me during this transaction and just the look of terror on his face, just utter despair and hopelessness. And I was like, he's, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and it was great. Cause um, the other cashier that was there, um, I had made the mistake of telling him I was tripping and spent the entire time, like trying to make me freak out because that's what people who aren't, who have never done illegal things do when they see other people do illegal things. Yeah. It's great. Anyway, speaking of crazy people, Holly Quinn is uh, Doug's <laughs> next choice. Um, I honestly, I feel like this one's pretty standard. Yeah, yeah, this one's fair. I get this one. Um, no homo. If I were to make a uh, animated women list, I cannot say that Harley Quinn would not be on there in some capacity. Uh, definitely yeah. pre Suicide Squad. That kind of ruined it. But yeah, I, I think the the ideal Harley Quinn animated wise was the like the roller derby era yeah yeah i think that's the best character design that she's had but i agree i think that this is a very common pick we can't make fun of this one too much the next one though uh oh boy we can the uh, nurse from uh, yep. yeah she's the one who made sexual harassment cool again according to doug uh yeah. the nurse from animaniacs yeah. <sighs> yeah that was we're not joking that's a thing he says that's I also verbatim we need to address the transition slides, like the ones that like bring in the numbers. Oh, they're insane. How 
how would you describe this? It's from okay. it's from some horny God. What's I, I forget that you it's like Flat those... Jacket Steve or something. I've seen because yeah. I've seen that yeah. before. Exactly. Um, Leisure Suit Larry. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So it's like it's it would be in those like MTV shows about pickup artists. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, like the the mm-hmm. keys to the VIP type things or yes, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. What a good that. show. I'm, a banger show. I I did not have TV until I was about ten years old, so I missed out on all those bangers. Yeah, uh, look yeah. up keys to the VIP because at least the people from what I remember. The guys that are supposed to be like the cool guys are wild. Looking. They're the lamest men on earth. Do, uh, they, do they all look like Guy Fieri and Riff Raff? Because if so, I will most certainly kind of. They, they look like Riff Raff. Uh, Cody Co has a great video on one where one of the guys is just a magician. So he like oh, yeah. does magic tricks for women in an attempt to like get them to kiss him. It's so cool. It's an awesome show that could not be made at any point other than exactly two thousand three. <laughs> and like, you only get like. I think the, so. There's also guys competing to like pick up women, and all of the challenges are like dance on a woman without saying anything. And it's like, yeah, I don't think I don't think we should be promoting that. Yeah, or like get a woman to kiss you within one minute of starting to talk to her, and half of them just like run up to random women and kiss them. And you're like, ooh, I don't know about that. I get that we're all still reeling from the effects of nine eleven at this point, but like. Consent should still exist. This just Let's sounds calm like down. these just sound like a YouTube that. prank channel. Like, ha ha, prank women. Yeah, it's, it's... if they gave Sam Pepper an MTV like set and just yeah. let him run. Yeah, it's like it's the predecessor to like a Sam Pepper esque type uh-huh. of thing. What's he up to lately? Has he been doing anything? Let's find out. I don't know. I Let's only I only watch Darman videos on YouTube. My <laughs> only as you should. Um, currently, he still tweets. Mm. Um, he's into crypto. Yeah, well, that, that checks out. I also like Cole's cash. <laughs> um, also into NFTs. I typed Sam Pepper to YouTube, and the top two are a video essay called The Creepiest Prankster on YouTube, The Decay of Sam Pepper, and The Rise and Fall of Sam Pepper, The Manipulative YouTuber and Twitch Streamer. So that tells me a good deal of what I need to know. I, I think, think he still streams and makes videos, but it's all Bitcoin and NFTs, and that's all he tweets about. Oh, very good. Uh, I love NFTs because they mean that the dumbest and most annoying dude from your high school is losing money. That's a really cool thing. I like that. That is pretty cool. I also, I don't know if it's just a meme or if I don't like... I'm not like into it as much, but I remember like when NFTs first came out, there were actually like some cool designs and like they were doing like digital architecture or structures. Yeah. And that was just like profile pictures of monkeys. Yeah. And it's because as always, it's the dumbest and most annoying people from your high school who do these things. Cause they're the rich kids with the money mm. and all yeah. they can think is like, well, no one has this specific picture of a monkey smoking a joint. Um, but yeah, no, there were some interesting things going on with NFTs and I was like, Ooh, the future of money laundering just dropped. This is pretty cool. (laughs) And then immediately became like evolved apes. Listen, strip clubs will always be the best way to launder your money in the words of (laughs) Jay-Z. 
But uh, yeah, someone get in touch with me. Make a Doug Walker NFT. I'll I'll promote it on the Doug Zones Twitter. If you can make um, a Doug Walker as a monkey smoking a joint, I think everyone here would greatly appreciate please. that. In a fez. Yes. In a fez. Um, I do want to say that his next pick, he describes hauntingly as if Chester the Cheetah and Angelita Jolie had a child. Yeah. Insane uh, fucking take. Oh, boy. From Thundercats. Um, who, you know, I will say Doug's on a roll with keeping it legal with these few picks. Uh, I was getting worried about Chitara, but she's apparently 19 years old. But I don't know yeah, if that's so in, no. that might be in cat years, though. So I think we all need to consider that. <laughs> um, Slightly concerning, but... Um, yeah, he basically... He doesn't say anything about the show again, but he throws in like a weird little joke that uh, she gave fast pussy a new meaning and then he yeah. booed himself. There was, yeah, this was a very interesting video to introduce me to the nostalgia critic because there was so many strange bits. And I will say after this, I watched every single nostalgia critic review that he did on these people, like separately. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole. It was not fun. Um yeah, he was like talking about it while we were doing like our D D group. Like uh, he was this this really rattled you, Evan. I'm sorry I had to introduce you to this world. No, no, listen, you gotta understand I take a lot of Ritalin. So I have a lot of time <laughs> to focus on things like this. Um, and, it, uh, and it also, I also do it while I make the D and D campaign, which I also say, um, catch the D and D podcast that me, Matt and, uh, Izzy are going to do hopefully Ooh. next year. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure. Genuinely pretty excited. It will be fun. Hey, if y'all need another player, I play a lot of D and D. Okay. Okay. So the dungeon master for that, I'm very much like a. Brendan Lee Mulligan plan the day before whatever happens happens. Perfect. The other and Matt's our one shot DM, our classic. Yeah. If you need something, if you need a stupid pun related to D and D, I'm your guy. Still a little sad that two Ouija's Mansion didn't get to happen, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm playing this character, and I'm going to. <laughs> I never get to um, play as the PC. I'm going to do it. <laughs> My current D&D character is a uh, tabaxi barbarian, which is basically just a cat girl with massive titties. As, uh, yeah. Good. And is the most overpowered person in the party. Our, and it's very fun. The tabaxi in our party isn't overpowered. When she's with Dorian... She dies a lot. She That's does, my character. <laughs> yeah. You also have died. You've actually died. Yeah. Yeah, so a uh, little, little D&D talk for those in the know. Uh, when you level up, you roll a die and add your constitution modifier. I just forgot the second part for, like, ten levels. So It wasn't, kept... it wasn't ten, it was, like, five. But yeah, but I kept dying level... in combat, because I was, like, you know, 15 hit points lower than I should be. Anyway, returning to the other awful, cringy subject that we were uh, discussing. Doug, right. Doug, yeah. Who wants next. to take? Who wants to spearhead his pick for the next one? Number five. Number five. Daphne from <laughs> Daphne from Scooby Doo, and this one there's a lot wrong with. Uh, yeah, she has the personality of a can of hairspray. Uh, I think is a banger. Um, didn't um, have he anything also says to that do. She, yeah, she doesn't solve any mysteries. He's basically like she's hot because she's dumb. Yeah, and she's. It's weird. She's 16, so we've returned to Minor World. Uh, yes. God. 
Yeah, and then he sh- well, they're all children, right? And then he yeah he, he says specify. the word and he calls. Uh, this is what rattled me the most about this pick. He calls Velma a lesbo, which I don't think is a word that has been said by anyone in the past yeah. ten years. Yeah, like has it been said since Doug Walker said it on this episode of he did, the, Critic? He did to the word lesbo what Hillary Clinton did to dabbing. Yeah, or what Astroworld did to mumble rap. Um, yeah, all right, fair enough. That got the response it deserved. Um, <laughs> listen, listen, I okay the thing with astroworld i just want to talk about it because everyone's like oh it's like a government like like a, like um not a government but like a demon sacrifice i don't know if anyone heard those early accusations about it but everyone i read because i am very um i like rap i like rap a lot so i had kind of had my ear to the ground with things like that and i remember like people tweeting about it and like posting on reddit about it and it always started with so i was tripping at the travis scott <laughs> and there was just a dark aura about him i'm like oh this is just all like rich kids doing shrooms and shit thinking they know about spirituality and that's just kind of snow i really i just want to say maybe might be a hot take i do not think travis scott of all people is masterminding a like demon sacrifice yeah yeah so- I, I think uh, he's just an idiot, and everyone. I think he's an idiot. That's about it. <laughs> so um, I will say, uh, I run in. I don't run in rap circles, but I do run in satanic pedophile circles. Like that's that's my way of following these things. Uh, I should note, it's people following the satanic pedophiles. We're not. I satanic was like, pedophiles. I was like, Matt, you really need to specify that yeah. you aren't a satanic pedophile. Doug right Walker now. is the only satanic pedophile I admire. Yeah. Um, but, allegedly, I don't admire him. I have simply made a life debt to him. Come on, yeah, Matt. Uh, if, if, if me and you were on this video, there's at least one government agent watching. So maybe be careful <laughs> with what you're saying. But yeah, so like the first thing I saw was the video of him like standing on the pedestal, like moaning into auto tune while a corpse was dragged out of the stage. And I was like, oh yeah, this is satanic. Um, but anyway, I, so I don't genuinely think it was a satanic mass ritual designed to usher, usher in a new age of death. But I think it's really annoying that immediately the Twitter discourse became like either you think there's either you can't like say like, yeah pretty weird that there were like flaming eyes watching the audience while, uh, while people like cried out like people are dying help us and travis scott refused to stop the show he was or, just like yeah or yeah. like doing 80s style satanic panic i think there should be a little bit in the middle where you go hmm, that i think was that weird. we should cancel what i think very sus that stormy hasn't made a public statement yeah, <laughs> yeah i think uh I also was a big fan of, like, the early reports that there were people, like, running around injecting fentanyl into people's necks. Apparently, I don't know what happened there. Apparently, uh, that happened to a security guard. They have confirmed one case of that actually happening. Interesting. Third have you eye seen the, like, the Kardashians, like, Snapchat stories of them being, like, having fun at Astroworld, and then there's yes. very clearly an ambulance behind them, and they just, like, pan past They're it? so cool, yeah. It's the same as, like, how I always say, like, in Rust, I, I know they're going to finish making Rust the movie that Alec Baldwin shot someone on. I just really hope that like halfway through, there's a really sudden shift in the style of cinematography. I want it to happen so bad. No, what? I don't want the, I want that, but I also want it to be very clear when the shift happens so that like everyone's been crying. Yeah, like all of a sudden, like Alex Jones is haggard like, and haunted. Like. My, my theory is that that was actually part of the movie. 
Um, and the movie, this is the a movie shifts, marketing campaign. No, no, no. The movie shifts in the middle after Alec Baldwin shoots the director. The director is okay. I can't make that joke. The director's fucking dead. But wouldn't it be yeah. cool if she's actually you have alive? The and all... Oh no! If this was a viral marketing campaign, pretty sick. That would be so cool. Did you guys see? By the way, Alec Baldwin's new take on what happened there is every movie should have a cop on set to make sure that guns aren't loaded before they're used. Instead okay, of I don't know. Make sure. Yeah, instead of saying I don't know, we gun. should have a we should have like a competent armor. His take is, you know, those sets where we'll have lots of like POCs holding firearms because that's their job. What we should introduce is a cop in the mix that'll prevent people from getting shot. Yeah. Also, like, Alec Baldwin, if you can't work with the actors' union, how the hell do you think you're going to work with the police union? Yeah, like, I know. It's <laughs> even more of a nightmare. Um, but I will, I will say, I like that the armorer that was used um on the set of rust uh uh nicholas cage openly like hates yeah like, he's he hates her. and i will say uh tying back to doug walker um i when i was researching doug because i was like why does this man like 16 year old so much um i was like maybe <laughs> maybe he's from italy that's that's my reasoning for hey, him hang on now that's i the fuck up no comment um his <laughs> favorite his favorite actor is nicholas cage apparently multiple sources have said so so yeah it's um so Doug Walker on the right side of history for this one. Yes. Um, most definitely. And also four. on the right side of history, um, April O'Neil. Um, yeah. I, I will How say old is April O'Neil, guys? Tw- okay, she's either 16 or 28. Um, yeah, depending on the adaptation. <laughs> I think I think the 80s cartoon, because she's a, just a full-blown reporter. So, like, no, I don't think they're hiring 16-year-olds to be news reporters, especially in a place like New York. Yeah. Like, it's weird that, like, the four turtles are always like, she's so hot, I want to sleep with her. But, like, I've never watched the show. That's just my impression of them. Um, They're not like that in the show. However, in the movies, they are most definitely horny for April O'Neil, who has, like, a weird mom energy about her in all the movies. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Is she Megan Fox in the movies? No. I know that... I know that it's I'm not a talking, Michael Bay production. I'm, no, so. I'm not talking about the Michael Bay movies. I'm talking oh, like about the rubber like, suit ones. Yeah, I'm talking about those. Oh, hell yeah. You know, the, uh, yeah, TM... Well, well, I didn't even see the ones with Megan Fox. Wait, was Megan Fox still good with Michael Bay? Did they have a falling out? When they had a falling out, but then she like famously returned for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is the saddest like triumphant return you could possibly make, I think. Yeah. Oh, I also want to say um, when he talks about uh, Doug Walker talks about Splinter um, in a separate video that I do want to get into after this. Um, And he's like, I hate his voice so much. Like, he's just not the um, Splinter I grew up with. And the Splinter he's talking about is voiced by the same actor who voiced Uncle Iroh in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. And all he does is shit on his voice and he's like i, I know he's dead it rested peace but I just don't. <laughs> oh god and this See, that's the mad laugh we're gonna have to turn and, that, and, yeah. that's, <laughs> and that's not from a nostalgic critic video no this is a doug walker's personal opinion oh like a doug reviews one those are my favorites yeah. have you seen They're his video on, on dune Hitch. oh it- I oh, have, this takes I have so not, fucking bad. But after we get through this list, there's a video that I really need to talk about that I think Matt has also seen. Um, oh, no. I hope. 
Um, but yeah, right, April, so... April O'Neil, good pick. Um, he goes with like the damsel in distress thing again. Like everyone on this list is either like a stone cold baddie or like completely fucking useless. And this definitely yeah. falls under the or category. Or a 16. But, well, I need a, a girl who's lobotomized. <laughs> uh, speaking of 16, the next pick, number three, is Rogue from the X-Men. And if you know anything about the X-Men, um, Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters should tip yeah. you off to the first. It's a high school for superheroes. <laughs> Not great. It's like something I about think, that sudden okay. charm. You know what's? You know what could have made this video somewhat okay for him to make is if he was like, "These were like my childhood animated crushes." Exactly. Like almost so, all of these yeah, are acceptable say. childhood crushes. Because, uh, like, yeah, did I have a crush on Shigo from Kim Possible as a child? Yes, I did. I also think she's. She's an she's adult, older, she? right? Yeah, that's so. I don't know. <laughs> you're, she's you're playing pick... teenagers, which is baffling. Wait, is Kim yeah, Possible you're... an adult? No, Kim Possible's no, but a teenager. I think Shigo is. I think Shigo might be. Mm. Let's let's take a look. I had no, a, I had, I had a crush on the uh, the stoner boy from Kim Possible. I must say, uh, which should have been my first sign that I was you know a little. <laughs> but no, Evan and I went through the same arc. Where it's like, well, yeah, I have crushes on dudes, but that doesn't make me anything other than straight. Before you're like, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, so yeah, she's I, in her thirties or forties. I love girls. Oh, okay, short cool, hair. cool. I'm good, guys. Yeah. It's really funny that Jillian's example. She's like, yeah, it's fine to have crushes on younger characters when you're a kid. Like, I had a crush on this full-grown adult when I was a child. <laughs> I feel like, like Danny Phantom was probably like an animated crush of mine as a child. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that, teenager. That form um, of animation. Uh, when I was a child, I definitely think uh, the. Gwen from Ben 10. I wouldn't call it, I would call it a crush, and it was like, ooh, she's mean. Why do I like this? Why do I like this that she's kind of mean? Evan and I are very similar people. Oh, no. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. Zuko from uh, Avatar. Yeah, like... like, That was a childhood crush of mine. Yeah, that's acceptable, right? Because you're also a child. So, yeah, he if he had just framed it slightly differently... It would have been, been fine. fine. But I, yeah, like, he's still like, oh, uh, this is why I like watching Sailor Moon now. <laughs> but this, this is a character, right? Like, he's supposed to be kind of... It's impossible to tell. Yeah, yeah it's it's one of those things where, like, this is still the point where it's a pseudo-character, where he's mm-hmm. still, like, attempting to, like, make things up. And we will, of course, address what he says at the very end, where he sort of covers his ass a bit. But up next, we do have I mean, two I, I just, 16-year-olds one, in a row. One, one more comment he makes about Rogue. Oh, yeah. uh, defending, um, if there was an XXX men, she would have top billing. Like, Ooh, that's what, what, you do, what are you doing, man? Uh, I love how the yeah. most that Doug has been talked about on this podcast is his horniness for animated. I, I think that this is the most that Doug has yeah. been talked about. Yeah. Uh, um, um, so, yes. We have Ariel and Jasmine as Who are our both sixteen. Two. Yes, uh, one's a fish, uh, but he wants to fuck a cheetah. Apparently, so I guess that's not. Yeah, Doug Walker is a furry, and also apparently, you know, on the flight logs. Um, but yeah, it's it's also really rough because he says like. I know what you guys are thinking. Why didn't I choose Belle as the Disney princess for this one? Because She's she didn't smart. show navel. Yeah, he literally says that. He's like, she's smart, she's beautiful, she's actually doing things, but she doesn't show her midriff, so she and misses. Then she, and then she, he says, and the next line I think is important, <laughs> sorry, kid, nothing personal. Yeah, 
What are you doing? Doug, stop! <laughs> Don't say sorry, kid! Don't say kid! Don't oh, say it's kid! Oh, it's so bad. Um, and then the number one is one that we could have predicted, but my hot take is I completely disagree with. Uh, and that is Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Which is a common thing. Yeah. It's a common one. She's I... always creeped me out. I'm sorry. I just, the I need to say it. Yeah, there's a weird it? vibe about her. Like, I get it. Like, ooh, big booba. But there's something about her face. It's that she doesn't have a nose. Yeah. yeah. She like, doesn't really have a nose. Her hairline is worse than mine. And her eyebrows are bad. Her eyebrows like are bad. Yeah, it's if just you the face. It'd be fine. Yeah, she but just exists in the uncanny valley right now. Yeah, but with tits, and I, I'm not a fan. And I personally, and Doug puts a lot of emphasis on that one line. Um, I'm just drawn that way. Which, come on, man. Like we've all like, you got to stop. Like, <laughs> can you say that about the other characters as well? Yeah, and he has. He has said that about other characters in other videos. But I think like. Like, this is definitely a throwaway one. Like, I don't even... There's a lot of gingers on this list. Uh, there's six of them, in fact, that have some oh. shade of ginger. Yeah, I got statistics for this. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole. Um, basically, there are 12 characters. Um, eight of them are white. Uh, four have blonde mm. hair. Two have black hair. Six have some shade of ginger. Uh, five... We need the stat rundown on Doug Walker's animated women. <laughs> five to seven of them are 16. Uh, one of them is 14, <laughs> uh, which gives us, um, what is that, five that are legal. And I was really like, I was like, this is weird, right? Like, who likes 16-year-olds? Um, Apparently, most of America, seeing how the uh, age of consent... Oh, the porn in, breakdown? No, age of, and, the age of consent in 34 states is 16. Yeah, mm. it's very common. But is it... Uh, where's Doug based out of? It's what? Um, Iowa? He went to, or, he went to college Ohio. in Illinois. Okay, Illinois, that's the one. Those states are all the same to me. Uh, yeah. Sorry to the listeners and former guests who live in those states. Um, Forget the Wyoming is fake. The entirety of the Midwest is fake. All of those states, not just Wow, Wyoming. that's that's 17. really sad. Yeah, Illinois I typed in, is 17. Yeah, I typed Illinois into Google, and the top two things are tobacco age and age of consent, which paints just a haunting portrait of that state in particular, I gotta say. Yeah. Um, so 17 so no okay yeah. so this is he's even still, worse he's, he's even worse um uh. he does end it with being like if you attract if any of these turn you on get help yeah exactly that's like him i think simultaneously covering his ass and maybe hopefully breaking character a little bit too where he's like yeah they're all drawings but it's it's still pretty weird well speaking of breaking character are you guys aware that um I think, yeah, this is 2008. So five years after this video, Doug Walker put out another video for Doug Walker's uh, top 10 hottest anime women. Anime or animated? Animated. animated. No, Doug Walker I did not I, know about I, this. I, I do also need to say, he calls the Disney princesses in the video that we were talking about anime women, and I rewound it about five times because it made me infuriated. But yes, Doug Walker put out his own personal, not the Nostalgia Critic, his own oh my personal God. I got really high last Ooh. night. I got incredibly high last night. And I went, you know what? I'm going to watch the, the video one oh more my time. God. It's 40 minutes? It's 24 oh minutes. My it's 24 God. minutes long. 
Oh, this is hottest woman in general. No, no, no. Yeah, it's twenty-four minutes long. Hottest 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 twice, hottest. twice as long. Oh God, twice as long as the nostalgia critic video. And I just, I just want to give you all a quick run through. Unless you would rather watch this video yourself. No, no, no. Um, no, no. Give us a so yeah, tell us. We'll have you on for his hottest real women at some other point. We'll uh, <laughs> returning champion. You're just going to be our Doug Horny correspondent. I'm sorry, I, I had to do this to you. <laughs> you know, well, you see, I do a lot of research in general. I'm a history major. Major, so that's just <laughs> my You're thing. Used I'm to the darkness I, of the past. I'm looking up sources. I'm teaching on a military high school right now, and one of the kids um, told me like you shouldn't talk bad about the military, and I just had to like sit there and control my rage because we were talking about imperialism. Like that oh, was just yeah. the discussion in class. Yeah, something which is not at all relevant to the state of Hawaii. Yeah, uh, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> stolen or anything. Um, yeah, I have we found it. Evan's production moment. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, so one. number 10 is Jamika from Bebe's Kids, which I think is very interesting because um, I do know mm. that Bebe's Kids has something to do with the feud between angry video game nerds. Yeah, he. Uh, that's actually the next video. We So we're not going to cover it because it was covered in our Angry Video Game Nerd Doug Walker feud. Yeah, I, um, I have seen that video. I have seen that yeah, video. Yeah, but I've seen that video. It's an interesting video. It's so, like pseudo-Jontron, but less racist. So it's a good start because Jamika is definitely of age, but he says but- he, he has this weird way of explaining his attraction to her where he's like, there's just something about the way she's drawn. And like, damn, mm-hmm. look at that design. And when you're talking about a um, non-white animated character, and you're talking about the way she's designed, there's some. Yeah, it's a little weird. weird. We're gonna and we're gonna get to that. Um, the next one, uh, I also think this is a very good choice. Uh, Any birds from the Iron Giant. Um, and he kind of gives her a backhanded comment where he's like, "Now she's not traditionally attractive, but she's very like Ouch. work mom. Like, oh man, really can put food on the table. Like, I just want to like want to take her home and keep her at the house. She doesn't. He doesn't say that, but he might as well have that. As a side note, does uh, bring up my theory that uh, being a milf is more than just being a mother who is attractive. It is in fact a socioeconomic category of person. Yeah, but we'll discuss that another time." Um, his number seven pick is once again, April O'Neil, um, which he gives the same complaints about her again, but he emphasizes the jumpsuit even more. Mm. He's like, I was like, I like that jumpsuit is rocking. Um, and then he does Harley Quinn again. So this is kind of, and he starts off the video with talking about the, um, nostalgia critics, top 11 animated women. And he said, I need y'all to know that my opinion as the nostalgia critic is very based on the opinion of the masses. So he implies mm-hmm. that the nostalgia critic, <laughs> I don't like that. And that gives a weird tone to this entire video, because at least with the nostalgia critic, you know, like, okay, like this is a bit like, this is the joke, but the Doug Walker video, it's not... It's, he doesn't have that fallback. It's uncomfortable, and I will say, I, I was, again, extremely high watching this video, so that uncomfortableness was felt even more. I don't know how much crimes I should be talking about on this podcast, but, you know, it's, it's already okay. out there. Yeah. Evan, go on, bad boy crimes. Um, um, yeah, and the next is Harley Quinn. Um and he starts off saying, you know, I'm kind of like Joker with my attraction to the Harley Quinn, which sent me into an absolute spiral. Oh, you know Beautiful. what? Maybe Doug Walker isn't so bad after all. I do. 
I I do have to go to work. Oh, right, I forgot Ooh. about that. Yeah, damn. I'm very okay. sorry. Okay, so speed run. Just give us the names. We'll just think about it. Uh, Demonia from Gargoyles. Um, Alice Thompson from The Critic, and he talks about how much The Critic inspired her. Um, number four is Tiana from Princess and the Frog, where he once again says there's something about the way she's designed. You know, another <laughs> black character. <laughs> Not good. Um, the third one is Miss Parr, or aka Miss Incredible, and I just skipped this part because, yeah, good choice, Doug. Me too. Yeah, um, fair enough. Uh, number two is Rogue, once again, and he just keeps talking about it, like, the way he did. And number one, his number one pick, I need y'all to try to guess who he picked. Is it someone that was covered in his Nostalgia Critic video? Yes, it's Belle from Beauty and the Beast as his number one pick. And he, and this is like at least a fourth of the video just talking about Belle. And like a lot of the time, like it's just cuts from the movie, but you can hear this man creaming his jeans. Oh, I hate it. It is not. And then he like points, he's like, oh yeah, I spent like 30 minutes getting this drawing of Belle from Disneyland. Like, gosh, she's so hot. He's like, and he was like, oh, she's so unique. Like, I've never seen a woman that looks like her in real life, and I don't know what I... have seen a woman who reads before. Um, okay, yeah. so, Evan, where can the people find you for um, more of your takes about history and Doug Walker being horny? Oh, God. Uh, you can find me at uh, So Goddamn Extra on Twitter and Glizzy underscore Guardian on TikTok. <laughs> Um, I'm also Evanescence McCain in the Discord, so if you ever see that one weird guy who sometimes says things in the Discord, that's me. Yeah. Uh, you're one of the first people to, like, be an active participant in the Discord who wasn't in Bad Boy Crimes. I'm a big fan of that. Thank you for your help. Um, it's the first Discord I've ever been in, I must say. It's a good Discord. Yeah. Join the Discord. Uh, link will be in the show notes and on our Twitter our Twitter is at DougZoneCast. The Instagram is at DougZoneCast. You can find me and Matt's respective links through that. Um, uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, a possible swap cast with previously mentioned bad boy crimes. Uh, if Skillshare Ooh. and I can figure out times for that to work. Uh, yeah, join the Skeleton Army. Join the Discord. We've covered all this. Hail Doug. Bazinga. Perfect.